0: What's up parents, this is Dr. Emmett Schaefer, known as Dr. E, founder of The Parent Pilot, and welcome to the Parenting Secrets Podcast. So the big question is this, how as parents do we acquire sound information, advice, and the connection to support the parenting journey while at the same time maintaining our voice in the parenting experience? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. E, and welcome to the Parenting Secrets Podcast. have a good one today. We have Dr. Mari Wills from the DeKalb Agricultural Technology Environment and Academy, otherwise known as DATE. And so today we have a date with Dr. Wills. How are you today, Dr. Wills? I'm doing well.
1: I'm doing well, Dr. Schafer. It's certainly a pleasure to be uh, on board with you guys. And I am doing uh, excellent. And I'm, I'm ready to, to talk and share my stories.
0: Fantastic. And with that, tell us a little bit about you and, and your leadership.
1: Well, first of all, I am an advocate for children. That is the primary uh, goal in my life, is to advocate for children and their learning needs. I am an educator for 25 years now. I'm going into my 26th year. I have fantastic. taught in the elementary school, the high school, and now I lead a fantastic uh, extraordinary uh, charter school in Stone Mountain Georgia uh, for 16 years now and so I'm just pleased to be in a position uh, or a calling that I just love and it's not work for me it is a, a calling and so I'm just happy to be here
0: I love that I love that and I know that uh, the, 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 your students are as I say uh, your students your parents children Love the fact that uh, one of the things that we hear you say is is this whole idea about passion. Well, you know, one thing that we did kind of go back and do some research, one of the things you probably weren't going to talk about that we did find out about is that uh, something about uh, you're an animal lover. You have reptiles and you have multiple exotic animals and unusual animals. Tell us a little bit about that, Dr.
1: Will. Oh, yeah, and I guess that's, that's why we have a connection with this school now. We're an agricultural school, so we do have cows here. We have chickens. We have goats. We're getting sheep. But uh, going back to my childhood, I um, had so many animals, um, a different variety of race dogs. Uh, of course, uh, as an adult, I've had a ferret. I have had exotic birds, um, turtles, tarantulas. Uh, the only thing I haven't had was a monkey, and I've, I've been trying to research getting a, a monkey, uh, but that is uh, against the law in Georgia. But I love animals. I love care, caring for animals as well as just getting feedback from uh, the way they live and, and their habitats and their origins. And so that, that motivates me. Uh, and that has helped me to make sure that my kids have an appreciation uh, for animals as well here at the
0: school. Well, yeah, you know, all, all the ones you named were, um, they're, they're just wonderful. And I love to come over and. And uh, get to get acquainted, except your are triangular. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the only one I'm not. <laughs> that I, I I'll stay. Uh, I'll I'll, I'll uh, do what they call the safe six. Uh <laughs> so so tell us about uh, the date academy. Uh, I understand you're growing leaders over there, and 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 uh, we've seen you on on many things. You've been on Atlanta Company. You've been on the Parent Magazine. You've been recognized by the Georgia Department of Education, and you have been on the national news. Is there anything that you don't do? Oh wow, you've done your research. Uh, <laughs>
1: good job, good job. Um, no, I, I do it all in the name of educating our, our young children, um, making sure that their minds are available to compete, not only locally, but but globally. I love what I do. Um, I think it's important to realize that this academy was started Uh, by parents. And, you know, in talking with the the parent pilot, it's important to also know that the parents had a force in opening and creating this charter school almost 17 years ago uh, Mm -hmm. when when charter schools were were novice. And so it was was a, a birth of wanting more for their children in the community that was lacking technology needs as well as environmental needs. And so they wanted to bring the consciousness of those two entities, environment and technology, into uh, an academic focus where their children could make a difference in their communities. And so uh, it was started from that. And, and from there, I reinvented the school and wanted to make sure that we had another component over the years, which was the aquaculture piece. Uh, and so those three entities together helped thrive the, the focus of our school. And we're about 98% African-American and we're at Promise uh, uh, students. Uh, we're, we're all working together our focus is uh, learning with relationships, um, relevance, and rigor, and those three components there help to make for a, a thriving curric- curriculum as well as a focus on what's important, why it's important, and how we can shape the children's uh, needs in the future. And so this is our, as I said before, this is my 16th year, the school's 17th year, so I've been with the school for, for quite a while now. Uh, and. We just received our STEM accreditation, as well as our, oh, wonderful. on the way of getting our five-year charter renewed. Uh, and so it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey, uh, knowing that the parents here are the ones that actually started the charter school, and, and they're still part of that um, process of keeping us focused on what's important, and that's the children.
0: Wonderful. You know, the, one of the things also, when I was kind of doing my research, I, I came across this um, I guess a, a, a quote or actually a, well, one of the paragraphs, and it says this, technology is the means by which students will come to know and understand and care for the environment which sustains us. And so that is a real interesting twist or focus on technology that points its arrows towards the environment. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Well, yes, uh, a lot of people don't understand that technology, there's always been a sense of technology that promotes education and uh, promotes this, is, um, I guess, innovativeness. And with technology, you have technology in, in the way that we even teach our students. Uh, back in the day, you had the projector board. Now it's a little bit advanced with smart boards. Uh, and then in agriculture, you have technology with you know aquaponics and uh, the, the way that you fertilize Uh, chemical um, technology, the way you fertilize the the products and the grass. And so making sure that kids understand, especially in this day, that technology is around us in every way. It's just not us playing uh, PlayStation or or us having access to video games, but technology is a form of the way we live and the way that we we love. Uh, And so uh, we wanted to ensure that our kids, first of all, know that there's more to technology than than what meets the, the eye. There's a naked eye that you don't see that helps to operate the system and helps to educate you. And so if we get more students in tune with that technology behind the scenes creating, uh, instead of being consumers, we're, we're, you know, we gotta produce things. And if you allow them to understand the different aspects of technology uh, that, that has more meaning to our lives than just entertainment, then they'll understand that they, they too can, have, can add value to, to um, the learning
0: process and their yes, network. Yes, that is fantastic, and I was going to mention and 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 you did so um, so eloquently around this whole idea of uh, consumer versus creator, and uh, I think that uh, you are doing a fantastic job on that. In fact, when I um, was able to look at the, I believe it was on Atlanta and Company, uh, and three of your students uh, spoke. And uh, one was talking about the uh, robotics and the coding that she did to to have the robot um, do all of the different functions that she wanted it to do. You know, those kinds of things really I think prepare our students or your students in this case for um, real-world application and also being um, the creators of things and not necessarily not only uh, consumers. So love that focus. Love that focus. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So then. Let me ask you another question, kind of going in another direction. You know, this whole idea around uh, COVID-19 and, and um, you know, coming back to school, leaving school, coming back, trying to figure out what kinds of uh, um, uh, policies and procedures you're going to have, masks, no masks, six feet, all of these things that you're going through as the CEO. You know, what have you learned about student learning and parent communication during COVID-19?
1: Oh, wow. it's It's been a whirlwind. But, you know, what really gets me excited is to know that our parents have always been involved. I do not um, rule out parents when it comes to their children's education. That has been the primary focus in terms of ensuring that we have a relationship building piece is bringing the parents on board. And so it, it's not ever going to be the way I want it, but it's getting closer and closer to, uh, what is needed to make sure that parents are impacting uh, the environment. I, I think for me, uh, the human connection was, was very important during the, the COVID-19. We, we were not able to see that human connection when the parents come to the school, uh, when there's a uh, parent conference, or when the parents just visiting the school, when we have activities. So that connection is very important to the relationship building. And although, you know, parents were concerned about um, the COVID-19 and keeping their kids safe. It brought me back to the fact that just as much as they are safe at home, when they're here, they're still concerned with with you know the bullying that takes place, uh, a lack of teacher communication, and and a lack of peer relationships. Um, and so this all affects the children's health and their emotional well-being too. And so that that communication goes with all of those areas, including um, outside of the COVID-19. It goes with the communication piece that's needed when the child is in school. But I, I think with us paying attention to the child psyche, I think we need to come up with a comprehensive health plan that, that right now encompasses the, the physical and mental uh, well-being. Uh, and, and that communication around that is very important. So I, I do believe that the COVID-19 has... Um, Played a different role in in not having that human communication available for our parents, uh, and so I think when kids come back, we're going to have either two things: either uh, we will have to readdress that and be reconnected with our parents and our students, or we we just have to to uh, find other ways. Uh, I don't want us to all have relied on communication through technology to reach our kids or to reach our parents. So I don't want us to have to so have gotten used to that. And so we, we probably have to re, realign ourselves with that human connection element. And so I, I think we can do it though. I think we could do it.
0: Yes, and I, and, and speaking of the, the mental health, and I guess in, in schools they call it SELs, um, social emotional learning, uh, it looks like you're doing something around also uh, an idea around Camp Horizon uh, during the summer. You right, right, we have so many programs taking place. I, I'm familiar with technology.
1: A program that we do, a STEM program that we do in the summer, um, and yes. along with other various programs, just to keep the students engaged and motivated, but also still keep that the focus of learning ongoing. And uh, during that summer months, although you have you know a brief period of two months, that, you know the summer seems to get shorter every every year since I've been in education. But even that uh, even that month, a month and a half, of that child is not engaged in learning. Does uh, somewhat um, give them a, a setback in their learning processes. So we want to include that that areas of activities in the summer as well.
0: Fantastic. And as you know, and as we uh, start to close, there's just a couple other things. I understand that you're also a an author, so I want to give you an opportunity also to uh two book. You want to speak about that?
1: Oh sure, sure. <laughs> You've really done
0: your research. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you.
1: Well, my first book is a Chartering Success. Uh, it's a guide to uh, date, which is how date was um, restarted or reorganized or revisioned or repurposed. Uh, but it talks about all the hurdles that I went through as a child um, and as an adolescent, my journey through education as a teacher, as an administrator, and, and really um, how date became um, a, a, a hub for great learning and teaching uh, for parents and students and the community. And it talks about um, the great challenges that one has and how you can overcome those challenges and the steps that are needed to, to uh, be successful, not only in education, but become successful in life, anything that you may do. And so you can find that on my website um, or on Amazon. Uh, and then my, my second book is um, called Sprout Being Sprout. And that's one of five installations. Uh, this is the first one. And it talks about um, STEAM, um, science, technology, engineering, art, and math. And right now we're talking about science and we have this young uh, child who is so excited about growing a bean, uh, and bean. he gets a visit from the STEAM bus, which they actually has a, a mobile uh, school bus that goes around and it goes into the community and helps children uh, understand STEAM concepts. And those concepts get kids excited about learning, get them excited about the areas uh, and, and career fields in STEAM at an early age. So this, this bus comes to uh, this student and he learns how to uh, grow a bean, just from uh, planting a bean to soil and soil in the cup. And he has uh, exercises and daily activities and while the bean grows. And this is an exciting book for children, primarily grades K through three read and share and understand the the concept of steam so yes thank you thank you
0: there's more to come so uh you know wait for me (laughs) (laughs) fantastic you don't have to put 25 hours in a (laughs) 24-hour day for you (laughs) 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 and then uh, you know as we close what do you want your parents to take away from this interview of course this is the parenting secrets podcast and we um we're doing a lot of things as far as giving parents information on this podcast and so we always like to to end with, you know, some takeaways um, from, from those who are in, in leadership positions in schools and um, and w- what can we learn and what can we e- expect as parents?
1: Well, I, I want them to, first of all, uh, expect that there are people such as yourself, Dr. Schaefer, who are advocates for parents. Uh, they're not in this alone. Uh, you are their advocate, one of their advocates. So I want them to know there are people out there fighting for them and their children. Uh, so keep up the great work. Uh, there, there are four things that I would like for the parents to know: is to understand the power of partnerships. You, you have a power of partnerships. Uh, realizing that you are the co-educator in your child's uh, education, you you are a partner in your child's education, and you um you have uh, um, you have to have an open and honest conversation with your teachers and and your uh, other leaders uh, to create more power. So continue that. And then the second thing is you have the power of choice. You can choose. Uh, your educational setting. If you can't choose the educational setting, you can choose the way your child is educated. I don't want you to think that you're powerless. You do have a voice, and as long as you can remember that, uh, then you will stay at the forefront of of being that co-educator. So you have have the power of choice. Uh, You have the power of organizing. I think it's important that uh, we all know that there are more they're more in numbers. And so as you begin to advocate for your child, do it collectively. Find those uh, individuals or groups who believe the same thing as you believe uh, when it comes to uh, changing the educational process or changing uh, anything dealing with uh, leadership. Uh, collectively, you can do this. Um, and that's the power of organization. The power of ballot, you gotta get out there and vote. You gotta change. correct. Yeah, you You have to reform what you do not like, and it, it goes all the way, you know, from the school board to, to your mayor's office. If you don't like what's taking place in your local school, then come together collectively and, and make that choice, and then you start from the top. You start from the school board all the way to the superintendent if you want to make a change, but you got to vote. We have to hear your, your, uh, your voice in terms of changing policies, changing the budget. Uh, letting parents know they have more of a, a, a of a voice and a control than what they think. So, um,
0: thank you so much. Thank yes, you. well, fantastic! I, I tell you, you know, those four pillars that you talk about really, uh, those those kids and and uh, your students and the families are really fortunate to have you there. I tell you what, you you are building a solid foundation um, for our kids and and uh, and so we want to thank you for that. And Dr. Willis, I want to again thank you for being on the Parenting Secrets podcast. And uh, if parents want more information, where can they find that information, sir? Oh, just
1: um, go to visit us at www.decabacademy.org. Also find us on Facebook and
0: Twitter, for or Date. Wonderful. Well, thank you again, Dr. Wills, for, uh, for your time today. And it has been a wonderful conversation. And, and uh, I look forward to seeing the other things that you're going to be doing, I know there's just going to be big things happening, books and and more awards and all of that. And so we look forward to seeing your your progress and your success. So thank okay. you so much for being on our, on our show today.
1: Well, thank you, Dr. Schaefer, and, and continue to do the great job that you're doing. I know that you're also going to be prosperous in reaching these parents and getting them to become advocates. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You are welcome, sir, and have a great day. Have a great one, too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye.
0: Hello, parents. This is Dr. E again, and I'm super excited to invite you to my website at theparentpilot.com for more parenting resources. When you email me, I will personally respond. And on my weekly Parenting Secrets podcast, I will respond to one of your parenting questions. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Also, like us on Instagram and Facebook at The Parent Pilot and share with your friends. Okay. Bye, parents.